for the Empire Hockey Podcast, and it's me, Perry, the Commish of the Empire Hockey Association, joined as always by Ferda Bill, owner of the Washington Capitals and the Communications Director of the Empire Hockey Association, Assistant Commissioner. Uh, Bill, how's it going on this uh, Monday in April? Almost done with April. It's going okay. Um, my team was uh, inactive, unfortunately, this past week, but these things happen. Well, join the freaking club, Bill. <laughs> we do have hockey to get now, to. I, I yeah. can't be. I can't be one of the Ferda boys, though. In this case, with that's latching on with the uh, now finalist Vancouver. No, well, yeah, and we'll certainly get to that. Uh, but before we get to our games, we have players to get to and our players of the week, Bill. Starting with forwards of the week. Here he is again. Uh, by the way, just squeaking out my guy, Sidney Crosby, was uh, Mike Zibanejad once again in the top three, like he's been all year. 21.75 points well, for Joey Susan. Te- not technically all year, because remember, like the first two weeks of the year, he like, had no idea what was going on. And then like... Ever since right. he figured it out that one week, it was been then it's been like you know, napalm. Number two, formerly failed winger on the Calgary Flames, now Florida Pan- Calgary Flames, now Florida Panthers, Sam Bennett. <laughs> Calgary has to be loving that with a big thrilled, week. Four, thrilled. Three goals and assist, four points, nineteen pims. Had a boy, twenty-two point two five total fantasy points, five point five six per game, and our top forward of the week. In a little bit bittersweet, it was Sebastian Ajo from Chicago. Mm. Uh, 22.5 points, 5.62 per week for a game for the sadly out of the postseason Shy Vegas. Yeah, he's like, uh, why so, couldn't this have happened the week before? <laughs> seriously. Was it? Our top defenseman of the week. Guess who's number three, Bill? Fox. Adam Fox. Yep. <laughs> I haven't even looked, but I had an idea. 17.25 points, 4.3 per game. A bit of a down week except for one guy for our top four, top defenseman. But number two, you could probably guess also, is Chris Letang. He's been there since the second half. It's kind of funny how, I mean, it's just fantasy hockey, I know, but pre- this league is a pretty good indicator of how well a player is playing overall, especially if they're a good offensive defenseman. Now, some of the defensive defenseman stats don't really uh, you know, hold up here. You know, as far as how well they defend space and the slot and all that stuff, but uh, <laughs> you get you get a pretty good indication of how good, at least offensively, the defenseman's playing. And Shea uh, Shea Theodore is number one, nineteen point seven five points per game for the Vegas Knights for San Jose, who is, continues to make a run at the number one overall pick. That's right, Sharts is alive. Sharts alive, as they say. Sure That's what all the kids that. say, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, the kids say it all the time. Top three goalies of the week, Bill. And two of them used to play for Pittsburgh, but now just one does. Our third goalie of the week is Matt Murray from Ottawa. 24 points on the year for St. Louis. Love it. Why are you raising your hand? Wow. No, just Matt Murray. Who to thunk it? Not us. Nope. Uh, number two also plays for the EHA, EHA St. Louis Club. It's Tristan Jerry, current Pittsburgh goaltender. 25.25 points per game. And then... He didn't play for Pittsburgh, but it is also a, a new member of a team this year, Cam Talbot of the Minnesota Wild, 33.75 wow. for Joe's 
Quebec club. And he's saying this could have been me. Why not me at this point? Cause he's had a couple of good weeks in a row. It seems like at least from his goalies where he's not playing anymore. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Let's get to the matchups, Bill. We had a, well, let's get to last week first. We can get to the, the excitement of what is the postseason here. Yeah, we kind of have well, to tell all the listeners who's here, who, who made it, who's, who's won. And playoff stuff. bracket. If you yeah. weren't with us last week and are listening now, we were down to four teams last week. Uh, Philly, Detroit, Philly at Detroit, Vancouver at uh, Anaheim. And Bill, no, we had no home ice advantage, Perry. No, not at all. We did have our closest match of the playoffs, it looks like. Oh, absolutely. Philadelphia Flyers squeaking out a win, a 3.75 point win over Detroit, 133.75 to 130. And then the other one, Canucks, just ran away with this one. And I think it's a little bit can be said about how young Bruce's team was and maybe just didn't have the, uh, the consistency. Uh, that you look for uh, from his full group. And certainly not the case for Vancouver. He got all the consistency he needed. Well, the one of the interesting things about that Flyer-Red Wing matchup is it did come right down to the end, but you could argue that really Philly won it because of Thursday, because Philly scored 52 points on Thursday. Um, got a shutout, a quasi-shutout out of Volomov. It counts as a stat shutout, even though they lost in a shootout one nothing. Um, but when you can get 52 points out of your team in a given day, that usually is a high ticket item. And, uh, he was able to ride that momentum just enough to get through the edge of the week and hold off Detroit. Yeah. Detroit had a skater scoring advantage, 117 and a half to 113 over Philadelphia, but it was, uh, Semyon Varlamov's 20.75 points beating out Juice Saros's 12, uh, 0.5. So the goalie's making the difference there. They don't, they don't always make the difference bell, but. Uh, when they do, it's it's a little bit more noticeable uh, whether it's just like a forward here, a defenseman there, right? Well, yeah, it does. And I mean, part of the other drama is that from Friday through Sunday, Detroit outscored Philly 71 to 32. So like there was a ton of ground that Detroit needed and everybody was writing off, you know, like, hey, fly guys are in it. And they they did end up, you know, in it. But man, Detroit really made that great run late to try to you know pull away. Or, you know, pull ahead and get ahead of the Flyers, but just too much early momentum in the week for Philly. And just, just to get down into the kind of minuscule, like the, the small things here, you know, Tomas Nosek goes injured after a couple of games last week. Uh, gets him one point. If he knows that, maybe he goes with Casper uh, Kasp, uh, Kapanen, who put up seven, yeah. <laughs> seven almost eight points. He would have won the week there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you could, you, when it's such a close game, you can look at any number of things, right? And then say, you know... Uh, this is, could have made the difference. Now you have Spencer Knight on the bench of Philadelphia. He's not a bad uh, guy coming in late for you if you need him next year. Uh, but with Varlamov, uh, probably the smart play there, even though Knight kind of making his NHL debut not that long ago. Yeah, and like you said, too, and, and we'll get into it with the other matchup, too, but just random people contributing. Like, um, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, like, I mean, I guess Connor Brown's not a random guy, but like, 15 and a half points for Connor Brown for Philly. Um, you know, I've never in my life heard of whoever Nicholas Paul is, but Nicholas Paul got him eight and a quarter points. It's probably because I'm bad at hockey. But, um, you know, like you said, yeah, little things here and there, a point here, a point there, an assist here, a block there. And that's how you win by three and three quarter points. To the other matchup that you talked about, Bill, but it, was, it wasn't very close. Vancouver with the top score of the week. 
uh, with the 178. Uh, Marchessault, almost 16 points. Kevin Fiala, over 21 points. Jason Richardson. Right. I got, I got to make a, I got to make a, uh, an apology here on thinking that uh, Adam Fox was up for the Calder. He played last year. I didn't, kind of forgot about that he played after he uh left harvard um hmm. so i'm just i'm just an idiot and didn't know any better so oh uh, well jason richardson is the guy who uh could fill his shoes in the conversation we, we kind of missed on him but he plays for the team i try to avoid thinking about at all times which is the dallas stars um you said richardson you met robertson right Oh, Robertson, excuse yeah, yeah. me, right. I don't even know his name. So, yeah. Jason, Jason Richardson, Richardson, I think, was that guy for the Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors back in yes. the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Not Jason, yeah, not Jason Richardson. Jay Rich. Right. Good three-point shooter. Probably can't uh, – I'm say i not going to say he can't skate, but he's probably not a good skater as Jason I think, Robertson. I think, I think Richardson won a dunk contest. I feel like that was a yes. thing he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. We could get into that. Too, yeah. but this is this yeah. is the eha podcast you're right so. you're right yeah like daddy just... letting the ducks down ducks yeah. has all those goalies and he gets negative six out of a goalie now granted when you lose by 60 you know it comes down to more than just a goalie more than that which, right yeah. but miles that, wood had figure. a big week yep brian dumoulin on d 16 points uh 12 hits yep and the guy i made fun of for not knowing he existed uh yegor uh sharon yeah he said screw you commish i'm gonna help vancouver get that dub yeah how about how about that about 26 points from two devils right there for vancouver yeah that's the most you can get out of any two doubles at any point during the year i'm sure (laughs) uh robin leonard rock solid for vancouver and as uh bill mentioned kevin lankinen not solid no bueno but he's again a, a young guy that you're relying on. Uh, his other goalie options this week uh, could have gone with. I don't even see them. Oh, here we go. Uh, Flurry, eight got would have gotten him eight. Kakinen would have gotten him three point seven five. So that would have been ironic to have Flurry go against Laner in that matchup. If that's the route he had gone. Would have been, but like we said, it doesn't even matter what goalie he played. Right. 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 Correct. Correct. He had a few points left on the bench. Brandon Hagel had 10. Jaden Schwartz had 8. I don't think his optimized lineup is even close to I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it's hard. I mean, Vancouver had 40 points. He was plus 22, had 83 hits. I mean, you can't really yeah. beat that. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's just an off week. Cat. You, yeah. you can't have off weeks uh, in, the, in the playoffs, and that's what, unfortunately, Bruce has. So, Bruce will not repeat. We have Vancouver, and we have – uh, Philadelphia. So we will have a new champion, which is cool. Um, now, Vancouver, uh, Bill, last year, I believe uh, there was some chatter in the in the Slack about this, but uh, last year the playoffs ended in the first. I believe I think it was the first round uh, when the that season. That sounds ended. right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll I'll confirm that while we're while we're talking here. So. Uh, we I have the matchup, or I did. I had the matchup. Uh, oh, let, let's before we get to the today this week's matchup, let's get to the 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 toffs. Yes, there's some. There were some nice toffs matchups. Yeah, you're right. Let's get to that, Bill. Can you start start us off with that? I can do that. So the highest scoring uh, team in toffs this past week was Tampa Bay, and ironically, the second highest scoring team in toffs was Boston, and they faced each other. 
and Tampa beat Boston 133-121. A lot of Predators scoring points for Tampa. Um, Callie Yarncrock had like 12. Luke Coonan had um, 17 points. Uh, One of the highest scores of the week was Andre Palat. He had 22 and a half for Tampa, which goes again for Lightning when you know, sometimes if you get the right member of the lightning on your team, when you own a lot of lightning, you never know. And uh, between him and Vasilevsky, he got like 30 some points. Um, uh, And uh, despite Jack Campbell's best effort the other way for Boston, it was just not quite enough for them. So Tampa advances after being the highest scoring team in Toffs this past week. Yeah. After that, we talked about the terrible score he had. Um, Right. Uh, let's see here. Not a so, good week for Toronto. No, Toronto no. did had to pull the Tampa in, the, yeah, in this week. It was a very bad week. Now, granted, Toronto did also have um, five active players uh, that didn't play either through injury or uh, ineptitude. I don't know. That doesn't help. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does not help. And uh, negative seven from Ilya Sorokin as well. So. Um, all of these factors help contribute to a 66 point week. Yeah. A lot of tight games. So our, our next matchups, let's get into, let's do this first and we'll, we'll wrap back around to the, to the offs. You got sharks hosting Rangers. Yeah. Uh, Rangers beat blues 117, 100. Yep. And then you got Tampa hosting Ottawa and Ottawa beat the golden seals 117, 95. So that's uh, those will each be one week matchups to go to a one week final. Uh, whereas if we talk about the Yoffs, it's a two week final between Philly and Vancouver. I have the last uh, the 20, 2019 20 uh, playoffs here, Bill, and Vancouver and the Furta Boys are claiming a second place finish because they were losing to the eventual champion 67 35 <laughs> in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Now, I think that might only because he had – did he have the second-best record? I might be wrong here. Let's well, if, if Bruce Montreal had a, the second-best record, so no, he did not. If Bruce gets a 72-point font asterisk, then that's like a 96-point font asterisk. Yeah, and our, 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 you know, our league records don't need just lots of asterisks in three years of, of competition. So let's just – No, especially if there's large font because that messes with the kerning and the letting and all that stuff. Right. We have a Fantrax provided bill. Fantrax, 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 Fantrax. Provided a preview of this matchup. Love it. What is the Fantrax, Fantrax preview provide? Uh, nothing. It's blank. Um, hold on. Did this? Did, oh, we got points being scored already? Yes. Tampa is beating Ottawa and Toffs 2.5 to 1.8. Why is it not showing up for me? No, no, that's a, that's a matchup preview. No, I think it's, it, it says there's points being scored, but no one's actually played. I think it's broken, personally. This is the matchup preview that's broken. All right, well, no, since there is no matchup preview, we'll go to just us looking at a blank live stats and try to go over. Let's <laughs> forwards. Uh, for, no, let's compare the forwards and the oh, wingers yeah, and the D and the goalies. Yeah. And let, let's see who we think has the advantage here. Okay? I like it. I like it. I like it. Now, All right, you got now to, to clarify for everybody at home, it's a two-week matchup. If there's an injury or something that occurs, can they swap people out after week one? No. No, so they're in it to win it and don't get hurt. 
Right. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to take in, take into account. Uh, it actually the period shows all the games. You can you can go into your roster if you're Philly or Vancouver and scan all the games of the week. You can see it adds up to 133 games played. Or sorry, yep, 133 for Philly, 136 for Vancouver. They've done the math. I'm sure yep. they're math 80, guys. Yeah, it says 81, 60 to 79, 80 for that projected minutes, minutes yep. thing. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. That's two weeks. Put it in there. Don't get hurt or get well soon. Centers. Yes. for. Let's do the center comparison. For Philly, you got Christian Dvorak, Tom, uh, Tomas Hurdle, Zach Sanford, and Chris Tierney. Pretty good. They're a little, little you know, Hurdle – might be their best guy. What do you think? Uh, some some lesser known names, at least there, Bill. Yeah, I mean, with uh, the likes of Tierney and such, but I mean, you got. I mean, hard to go wrong with Drysaddle and Marcheso and Pavelski. Those are. I, I'd give that center match up there to Vancouver. Yep, I hadn't gotten to that yet, but I love it, Bill. Drysaddle. I thought that's what you were just saying. I thought. Oh no, I was just talking about Phillies and how we didn't really know them. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's great I'm pop. sorry. Yeah. It's great, yeah. It's great yeah. work. No, you're right. Definitely advantage Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. That was an easy one. Uh, Philadelphia wingers, Teddy Bluger, uh, Connor Brown, Ryan Hartman, Brad Marchand, Ilya uh, Mikhaev, Artemi Panarin, Nicholas Paul. Okay. A couple of guys really stand out there. Okay. To me, it's, it's Marchand and Panarin. Yeah. The um, bread man and the Brad man. The bread man and the Brad man. And they, that's good, Bill. And they, um, yeah. they, uh, they're kind of leading this group, right? They're, they're carrying this group. You get some secondary scoring from guys like Bluger and Hartman. Uh, uh, Mikhaev, what, you know, what has he even done this year? Six goals. Yeah, it's 16 points. That's yeah. not bad. It'll, it'll, it'll add up. And Nicholas Paul, the one who's really having a pretty good year for Ottawa. Uh, a lot of assists, 12, four goals uh, for a not very good team. Yeah, I mean, and, and you have, like, somebody when you have, like, Martian and Panarin, just that ability to have a bonkers day, like, it's right. very telling for a team, you know, like, and Marchand, he's so freaking annoying, obviously, but, like, mm-hmm. he can get you shorthanded points, he can get you power play points, he can get you defensive stats, he can do about everything, so he's an extremely valuable fantasy guy to have, so it's, you know, not you know, too much of an accident in that case that he's on the team that's in the finals. Uh, forwards on the other side bill overall this is gonna be close i might give the advantage to philly and i'll tell you why you got kevin fiala over there robertson Kreider, uh wood had has had a good couple of weeks right mm-hmm. uh bozak craig smith uh igor is there yeah sharon govich gets the call promoted from skater to wing this week vancouver skater to wing right yeah um so that's a big promotion for him, just to rub it in my face, probably. Uh, <laughs> Bill, I still there is some there is some more depth. I'll say on the Vancouver side, I think they have more uh, more above average guys, maybe. But I I like the stars on Philly better. Um, yeah, I give the edge to Philly, but at the same time, you know, the recent momentum of Vancouver has been telling. I think it was it in Gritty Gazette that pointed out that uh you know vancouver's averaged a ton of points over the last six weeks so you know when you have guys like sharon govich and wood and some of those other guys who are just kind of on a roll right now it's you know hard to think you know you hope that they just don't suddenly stop their production yeah you know brian dumoulin's a guy who came on last week right he put up the huge oh went nuts uh, four points per game but the previous week he was at 0.67 uh so 
you know, kind of averages out over the last past 14 days, 2.6 points, past 30 days, 2.67. So 2.7 points a game from a D-man is very good. Uh, he's going to need something like that because the rest of his decor is uh, not terrific, okay? You got Edmondson is solid, but then Hanley, Mike, uh, Mike Riley, who's been pretty good for a new Boston team, but certainly not a, a D-man that's going to carry you. Uh, Severson plays for uh, the Devils. Yeah, third Devil for the Sa- Canucks. Sammy and Sammy Vaughn. And, and uh, Severson's been a, a, you know, relatively productive from the blue line, you know, playing 22 minutes a game for New Jersey. Well, but, uh, was, what's crazy about it is... Not, not a top D-man in any, well, any stretch. And then Sammy Vaughn. Yeah. Right, but then you still look at, you know, when you, eventually you'll name Phillies D and, like, the other owners in this league are probably looking at the decor for these two teams and being like, what, how, <laughs> yeah. how, how, how are, how am I not here involved with my defense? Cause there's some pretty darn good defensive course, you know, throughout the league. I mean, you ask most of those high seeds, you know, that somehow have not made it. And you're like, man, like, you know, on paper, this doesn't make sense, but again, it's producing at the right time. And, and you never know. I mean, it, those guys can do enough to, put you over the edge yeah you got you know other than seth jones it's noah dobson dimitri orlov you know not a household name but a well-known guy there you got pollock who's played really well on that new, yeah. new uh, new york Islanders team i mean how many shutouts do they have just that'll get you points that'll help <coughs> well and in orlov if at least he's been on at least one or two other teams i feel like this year too so like he's one of those guys that he's a i know him as a capitals fan but like he's paid a lot of money and he doesn't always produce toward the salary that he's making from a fantasy perspective, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, but he has been scoring a little bit more lately. So again, you know, having a guy at the right time helps a little bit. And um, I know like for the capitals, I think Schultz is hurt right now. So maybe he gets a tiny bit more time there, but yeah. So it's almost a push. I would almost say in defense, yeah, seven shutouts for the Islanders with Pullock in the lineup. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, and Dobson. Uh, Remember, he has Dobson and Pullock. And Dobson. Right, 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 right. Sean Walker. Uh, you don't see a lot of D-men being played from the Kings. but And then Sanheim, a true Philadelphia flyer on the Flyers. Skater matchup. I mean, you can throw those in with the wingers. It's full call <laughs> versus Tanner Pearson. It's not getting anybody excited. Even no. their Even their loved ones. Okay, finally, the goalies. Yeah, Robin Leonard for Vancouver had a big week last week. And Verlamov, too, 16 points for Leonard last week, 20 for Verlamov. Uh, expect more of the same. That could be the difference. We saw it was uh, in the Philadelphia matchup. Yeah, um, I mean, those are two good goaltenders. And uh, when you have an I, it's hard to go against, though, an Islander. I mean, and right. you know, hard to go up against, really. So. To be determined now, that being said, they will have to face the Caps again at least once, which, um, you know, although I think it was Sorokin that they tabbed the other day. So who knows? Two good goalies and really hard to go wrong either way. And you just hope they don't pull a lank daddy like he did for Anaheim last week. So there's your matchups. Uh, we got, did we, did we say who we thought the team, where they were going? Uh, so we got centers advantage Philly. Or advantage Vancouver, excuse me. Wingers advantage Philly. Yeah. Did we did we pick who you liked on D better? I mean, I, I, I we, went push, but I mean, yeah, I agree with push and yeah. goalies push. And are we, are we gonna be take the cheap way out and say goalies I, push? No, I think I'd go Philly for goalie for goalies. Okay, so 
the pluses and minuses say Philly, the balance of depth, I believe, you know, and, and the, the seating and everything favors Vancouver, right? Yeah, I have to think so. I, I mean, I, I, I'd go Vegas has Canucks by, I don't know, five points. Okay. Bill's, Bill's giving a five-point spread. I like that. Five and a half. Or five and a quarter for fan tracks purposes. <laughs> Love five and a quarter. Five and a quarter point spread uh, points being given to Philly. All right, Bill. So there's your matchups. Um, we had the we went over the uh, the Toffs matchups. Try to get that top seed, uh, but they still got another week before their championship. Um, yeah, we got to do a full breakdown for the pick next week. Oh yeah, and we'll talk about some guys that people might be looking at. Uh, maybe we'll bring in our our and- draft specialist. And a third place matchup, of course, too, with Detroit. Oh Man. yes, let's let's touch on that real quick because we are already in this uh, nebula setup here. Well, oh, I'm in the wrong game. Here we go. All right, so for third place, just some money on the line, obviously. Uh, but you got uh, you got Henrik, Peugeot, Roslevic, and Suzuki at center for the Ducks. A lot of young guys. We talk about every week, but Ducks got to have the young team. Sorelli, not old himself. There, there's an old guy. Nazim Kadri, uh, Kuznetsov, Kevin Rooney. Uh, that's pretty close. Um, I don't really see a true advantage here, but maybe to Detroit because of Kuznetsov and his uh, his abilities. But Peugeot's been good for the Islanders. And yeah, uh, I I almost want to go push. Yep. All right. Not too bad. Uh, Detroit's. Wingers, uh, Rudolph's Balsers, Pavel Bujnevich, uh, <laughs> Vinny Heinestroza, Rupi Hines, who's become the second coming down there he in has. Dallas. Tomas Nosek. If I've noticed, then you must be doing something right. Chandler Stevenson, Pavel Zaka, the wingers for Detroit. No true standouts there, but a lot of you guys who are producing and coming into the own this year. Yeah, Stevenson's done a nice job since he got promoted to a higher line. He used to be a grunt mm-hmm. guy down in Washington, and he's yep. really done well there. Um, it will be telling to see if Detroit decides to bench Nosek or keep Nosek in with the red right. flag. You never know. Um, and another random devil producing points in Zaka um, there for Detroit. So, And, yeah, Rupe just, you know. <laughs> kind of gone wild down there and, and it's uh to dallas and that was an unintended pun i did not mean to use the word wild yeah that's sorry smart on you to to backtrack on that i i'm doing it as quickly as i can yeah all right you got for you got andre uh butcher uh Burko- <laughs> burakovsky i, I was yeah. combining busnevich and burakovsky you'd have I've, a pretty scrappy winger there then yeah. they were both weren't they both on colorado at one point Maybe I just know Burakovsky because he was traded in the uh, trade with Grubauer out to Colorado with okay. the, from the Capitals. Okay, I believe they're both Rock, uh, Rockies uh, Avalanche. Um, uh, Comtois, Hoffman, Evan Rodriguez, Brian Russ, Jaden Schwartz, Brady Tuchuk. Uh Tuchuk probably the best of that group. Maybe uh, Rust. When he plays with you know with the big boys in, in Pittsburgh and gets you some points, Evan Rodriguez, same thing. He was almost kind of throwaway from Buffalo, and there he is uh, producing a little bit better there. Of course, the Schwartz, the Schwartz brothers, Jaden on St. Louis, 
and Hoffman's in St. Louis now too. So, uh, and then of course, Bruce has his own boy, Comtois, uh, still on a rookie contract. So, Bill, where do you see for these, from these groups? Uh, really too close to call for me as well. I'd go Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, too much. just because I think just because it could chuck. Okay. He's a separator there. Yeah, to me. Ducks D, Connor Clifton, the hit, the hit master general there <laughs> uh, in Boston. Vince Dung, Gustav Forsling, Roman Yossi, Keith Yandel. This is a veteran group for the most part uh, with those guys. Obviously, Connor Clifton's not old, but he kind of plays like it. Uh, what do you see from the Ducks D? Um, I see a high, I mean, a potential for like a high risk or not high risk, high reward. Yeah. But, but, uh, usually a group there that'll definitely get you some points. I feel like they're not going to go like, you know, over on you. Right. Someone, someone from that group is going to produce something for you. Mm -hmm. For Detroit, Wyatt, uh, Kalniuk, uh, Connor Murphy, Darnell Nurse, former, uh, Washington Capitol. Bill, yeah, former Bills team, Brett Pesci, uh, Mikhail Ser- uh, Sergachev, Carson Susie. Hey, there's a wild defensive D man, doesn't do anything on offense. That's fine. I mean, you need some of those guys to just eat up some, some cheap points there. Uh, top heavy again, you got Nurse, um, and I guess Pesci. I don't know, Ser- Sergachev probably. Yeah. It, it kind of drops off a little bit for, for me there. It I is. think it the, ducks, the Ducks have the better D in this in this situation, I think. I, w- I would agree. Okay. And two goaltenders. Marc-Andre Fleury versus Juice Soros. They both had similar weeks last week. Unable to get their teams through. Uh, yeah, have a bench and Lank, Daddy. Yeah, Lank and then gets benched. Yeah. That makes sense uh, for what he did last week to him and not, knocking him out of the semifinal. <laughs> but but like, as is the case, Bill, you can't blame the goalie. And certainly no. when you got beat by 60 or 70 points, you can't blame the goalie. But it's a case, you know, like if a motivational tactic, this is good managing here potentially by Bruce. Like you got to send a message to your team. Look, we need to write this now. We need to get some money back into the pockets. We need to get third place. Yeah. We're putting Flurry in there and we need to spark. All right. So that's a good call. Uh, that's all we have for uh, this week's podcast, Bill. Any, anything you're excited about coming up this week? Obviously, we got the, the, the championship week starts here, but we got a whole week of that. We'll break it down, the, the draft choice uh, attorney and everything uh, between, between the weeks uh, next week. Yeah, uh, we'll be interesting to see if um, uh, Ottawa gets uh... – I think well, I, I know that there's a couple injuries on Ottawa. They yeah. survived with the injuries last week. Uh, if not, then Tampa Bay, given how good that team is, could almost yeah. walk into the finals. If not, so we'll see. Yeah, people are expecting San Jose, Tampa, maybe to try to play for this top pick, uh, and the, the best odds at the top pick, I should say. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, have a good week, Bill. We'll, yeah, we'll talk you, to you soon. You do the same, and uh, good luck, everybody, in the uh, toss and the offs. Pop me off. See you next week.